Welcome to the Wildlife Around You show, a casual nature podcast with your hosts, Blaine and Lainey, both nature enthusiasts. Welcome back. Thanks. You too. So what wildlife have you seen around you lately? Well, because it has been rainier, we have had more insects and roly polies or potato bugs or pill bugs, whatever you call them in your region, have been everywhere. Normally they're, you know, what, eighth of an inch long, but we've had some very large ones that are like, I don't know, maybe quarter of an inch. Yeah, at least. And so we went, our daughter had a birthday party, a friend's birthday party over the weekend and we went to the park and one of the sisters of a party goer was fascinated by them. So we were looking at them together and then she picked one up and it went in a ball and she tried to eat it. So. They're not. Had to learn us. about nature. Yep. <laughs> what about you? Uh, Gulf toads. Again, with all of the rain, we've mm-hmm. seen them. There's been, uh, we've come across a couple of big ones around our property in our front yard and backyard that are probably about three inches from nose to bum. And then walking, came across several tiny ones out on the trail mm-hmm. that are like quarter inch, maybe up to half inch. Yep. Hopping along. So. Great fun to see them. So fun. So they duck for cover and hop away. <laughs> what are we going to learn about today? The nutria. Yes. Nutrias are large rodents with brown or gray fur, webbed hind feet, and long orange incisor teeth. Sometimes they are called the koipu. I think that's how you say it, uh, especially in Europe. That's what they're known as. Or swamp beaver, or you could call them the R-O-U-S's, <laughs> because they are kind of rodents of an unusual size. And at first you think, oh, it's a beaver. It's not a beaver. They kind of look like a beaver with a rat tail. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're mistaken for muskrats. Yeah. But they have short, rounded ears and a pointy snout. Adults typically weigh between 12 and 22 pounds and can grow up to two feet in length, including their long, scaly tail. So where do you find these nutrias? Um, Nutrias are semi-aquatic animals that are native to South America. They have been introduced to many other parts of the world, including North America, Europe, and Asia, where they often thrive in wetlands, swamps, and other aquatic habitats. And they were introduced for fur production. They are particularly well adapted to living in marshy areas, with plenty of vegetation, such as cattails, sedges, and water lilies. Nutrias are primarily nocturnal animals, and are most, which means they're most active at night. They are social animals and can often live in large groups known as colonies that can consist of up to 20 individuals. They are excellent swimmers and can hold their breath for up to five minutes underwater. They are also good climbers and can often be seen scaling steep riverbanks and other obstacles. Nutrias typically build large dome-shaped nests or burrows out of vegetation, mud, and other materials. And these nests can be up to six feet in diameter and and are usually located near water, often in the roots of trees or in burrows dug into riverbanks. 
Yeah. Nutrias breed throughout the year and usually have two litters of offspring per year. The gestation period lasts for around 130 days, after which the female gives birth to a litter of between 1 and 13 young. The average is 4. 4 is much more manageable than 13. That's a busy mom. And females usually only produce 6 litters in her life. After that, she's done. One way or the other, as you'll find out, because most nutrias die before they are 3 years old. The young are born fully furred and with their eyes open and can swim within hours of birth. They'll continue with their mother and nurse for seven to eight weeks, and after that, they are on their own. So what do nutrias eat? They are herbivores, and they primarily feed on a variety of aquatic plants, such as cactails, water hyacinths, and duckweed. They are also known to eat a variety of other plants, including grasses, roots, and stems, and they will eat up to 25% of their body weight daily. So that's around four to five pounds of vegetation. Yeah, so that's why they're considered an invasive species and not helpful. They can do a lot of damage to an environment in a short amount of time. Yeah. Because they're kind of have been introduced here, and especially in their native range, they have very few natural predators. Uh, here, they're preyed upon by a variety of animals like alligators, coyotes, foxes, and some birds of prey. So as we mentioned before, these are some of our fun facts. They are a pest or an invasive, invasive species due to their destructive impact on wetland ecosystems. They have very strong teeth that can gnaw through tough materials, such as wood and metal, and this has led to some unusual instances, such as nutrients causing damage to cars parked near waterways. So we got that hole in the bottom of your car. <laughs> Next to the water, you may find out it's caused by something else. Not sure how that insurance claim works. <laughs> in some areas, nutrias are also considered a delicacy and are hunted for their meat, which is said to be similar to rabbit or chicken. You know, because everything tastes like chicken. Yeah, so there have been some spotted around our area, but where we've actually seen them was up in the Pacific Northwest mm -hmm. in the Portland area. We saw some nutrias there. Yeah. And they they seem they mean. Can, they can be pretty mean and feisty. Yeah. That was one of their characteristics. I got my hopes up of like, it's a beaver. Mm -hmm. And then that's not a beaver tail. Mm -hmm. What is that? And then I learned about a new animal, the nutria. Yeah. And now we can share it with you. <laughs> yes. I much prefer beavers over nutrias. Yeah. Nutrias are a little more aggressive and violent than beavers. Yeah. Beavers will just kind of go away and leave you alone. Nutrias, bring it on. Kind of, yeah. We hope you feel inspired to be someone who is more aware of the nature around you. We also hope that you have enjoyed this episode and learned something new about wildlife that may be around you. For more information about getting outdoors and to see our photos and videos of the wildlife we talked about, Follow us on Instagram at a Porter Explorer and get outside daily. To ensure you don't miss a future episode, be a subscriber to our podcast. A new episode comes out weekly. If you really liked it and are willing, please be one of our favorite people and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love to see what you have to say. It helps spread the word so more can enjoy what is around them. And don't forget to tell your friends about what you've learned with us. Everyone wins when we spend more time with nature. 
You can find show notes for all our episodes at aporterexplorer.com slash podcast. Until next time, we encourage you to get outside daily to see what is around you and to get back to nature.